Good day everybody, Yehoshua, Perakei, chapter 5 of the book of Joshua. Late, this is for yesterday's chapter, later on I will send the one for today's chapter, chapter 6. Chapter 5, Perakei, contains within it so much. It has Brit Milah, it has the Korban Pesach, it has the end of the man, and it has an angel appearing. And all of these seemingly many various topics I would like to suggest are actually connected to a common theme. We are told the astonishing line, verse 5, Pasuk Mulim hayu kol ha'ayam hayotzim, all of those who left Egypt were circumcised. But kol ha'ayam ha'yiludim b'midbar, all of those who were born in the desert, b'derech b'tzaytam mitzrayim lo malu, they were not circumcised. For 40 years the Jewish people went uncircumcised in the desert. This despite the fact that both Abraham and the generation who left Egypt had had such an emphasis placed on Brit Milah. The simplest understanding, as recorded in a Midrash, is that the, simply the desert was too dangerous a place in order to circumcise small children who would need the time to be able to recover from it. We then go on to talk about the offering of the Korban Pesach. They offer up the Paschal offering, the offering of Passover, on the 14th of the month. What's interesting is that we don't then go on to read about Pesach itself, but rather the celebration. It refers to not the eight days, but to the single day on the 14th of the month they eat it and in the very next verse we are told about the cessation of the man that the manna which had fed israel for 40 years in the desert on that day now ceases to fall before we get to the very final instance in the chapter that of the angel i'd like to suggest that actually what binds these three pieces together the brit milah and circumcision the offering of the korban pesach the pesach offering and the end of the man is actually to be seen not as three individual moments but rather as one collective moment we are now arriving at a new stage the brit milah and the Pesach offering had been critical. They had been the images which Israel, with which Israel left Egypt. The Pesach story, as we are about to recount in our own Haggadah, very soon on Seder night, places such an emphasis on the Brit Milah and on the Korban Pesach. These were the signs by which Israel left Egypt. They were central to their identity. And we are now at a pivotal new moment 40 years later we are entering the land we have already seen the sea split not the splitting of the red sea but the splitting of the jordan and we are entering this critical new stage and so this critical new stage now itself seems to require brit milah and korban pesach in order to announce it it's not that the desert period is just now over, but rather fundamentally that a new period is beginning. This is now explicit in the text. In verse 9, I have removed the disgrace of Egypt from you today. And the place where they are staying is now named after that. Galoti, removed, Gilgal, this is the place where they 
are staying. In other words, the new period of Jewish history has started, and this requires the Brit Milah and the Korban Pesach, just as there was Brit Milah and Korban Pesach required in Egypt. And this brings us on to the final image in the chapter. As Yehoshua, now seemingly alone, raises his eyes, ish omed there is a man standing in front of him, sword withdrawn in his hand. And Yahushua is nervous and he says, are you one of our camp or are you one of our enemies? And the man says, Lo, I am neither. Ki anisar Hashem. I am an officer in the army of God. I am an emissary from God. And Yahushua falls down on his face. Fascinatingly, as seems to be the case many times in Tanakh, angels are not recognized as angels. They are assumed to be people. This happens with Manoach and his wife in Shoftim before the birth of their son Shimshon. This seems to happen with Avraham as well. But when it is revealed that the Perth, the figure in front of them, is not an angel, but is not a man, but is actually an angel, we are greeted with reverence, but we are not greeted with shock. We'll finish with the final line. Says this officer of the army of God to Joshua, Take your shoe from off your foot. The place where you are standing, Kodesh, he is holy. This is the final line of the chapter. And without a doubt, it takes us back to Moshe and the burning bush. Moshe also was told to remove his shoes from where he was from his feet because where he was standing was holy we've spoken multiple times already in the short amount of time that we've been learning Yahushua about the image of Moshe hanging over Yahuwah, about Yahushua as the replacement as we spoke about on Sunday in chapter 4 being seen as the equivalent of Moshe and if our chapter is replete with imagery that was associated with Mitzrayim of the Korban Pesach of the Brit Milah and now is being repeated as they enter into the land of Israel and the sea splitting as well, how fitting, how appropriate that Yehoshua has his own moment of inspiration as Moshe had the burning bush, so too does Yehoshua have this angel and both are told to understand where they are, understand the significance of the moment. Shalna alecha me'al raglecha. Take your shoes off, you are on holy land.